This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the Padres Post Game Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Post Game Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Bases loaded, nobody out, 0-2. Here's the pitch, Camposano swings, muscles it into shallow right. Garcia charging in, not going to get there. Has to play it on a hop. Machado will come in and score. It's an RBI single and a 1-0 Padre lead. Get in where you fit in. Luis Campusano, the RBI single in the second inning to get the scoring started, part of a four-run second, and that would be all the scoring in this game as the Padres go on to win it 4 nothing over the Texas Rangers. The Padres have won both of the first two games of this three-game series. Padres get four runs, eight hits, no errors, and the Rangers no runs, four hits, and two errors. Padres improve to 51-54 and 54 with the win. Rangers drop to 60-45. and 45. Now the Padres have a chance for a three-game sweep against the Rangers tomorrow. First place Ranger team and the Padres doing business, good business, last couple of nights, 7-1 yesterday and 4-0 the win here on this Saturday evening. Sam Levitt with you here inside the loft at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as we wrap this one up. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, have all the radio highlights for you, recap it in its entirety, our nightly awards at town scoreboard and much much more to come plus we will uh, talk about you darvish's outing in this game six scoreless innings really a very very impressive outing for you darvish in a number of different respects the padres getting four runs in the second inning bullpen shutting the door wilson suarez and hater three combined scoreless innings and all in all the 10th shutout win for the padres this season their first since july 19th against the toronto blue jays and the padres with the trade deadline looming on tuesday each and every game so important such an important weekend against this texas ranger team well they'll have an opportunity to sweep this series tomorrow we'll come back with all the radio highlights here from padres manager bob melvin and much much more to come again the final score padres four rangers nothing we continue our post-game show when we come back on the padres radio network you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy let's do it later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 4, Rangers nothing as the Padres combine for a four-hit shutout. Hugh Darvish, Stephen Wilson, Robert Suarez, and Josh Hader combine to win it for the Padres. A four-run second inning, that was plenty. All the Padres would need in this ballgame here tonight with the win. Padres improved to 51 and 54. Rangers dropped to 60 and 45 with the defeat. And now the Padres will have a chance to, uh, to sweep this three-game series tomorrow here at Petco Park. A very important weekend. Every game right now for the Padres, so very important, but especially with the trade deadline looming on Tuesday. The Padres with a very nice 7-1 win in yesterday's game. 4 nothing here tonight. Four-run second, well-pitched game, and we will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a few minutes, so stay tuned for that. But first, let's break it down. How it went here tonight at Petco Park. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Hugh Darvish was immediately in trouble in the first inning, walking the first two batters of the game, but he bounced back to get a pop-out and two strikeouts, a scoreless first inning. Darvish then got in more trouble in the second. Leody Tavares had a leadoff double. Then Darvish struck out the next two. A single from Josh Smith sent Tavares to third base. Smith went to second on the throw. There were runners at second and third with two men away for Marcus Simeon. Oh, and two to Simeon, who walked to lead off the game. Here's the pitch from Darvish, and that is right down the middle. Strike three called. Third strikeout of the inning. Fifth strikeout of the game. No runs, two hits, and the Rangers leave two in scoring position. Rangers left two on in the first inning, two on in the second inning. Darvish had to throw 40 pitches in the opening two innings, but most importantly, two scoreless innings. We had no score going to the bottom of the second. Padres rallied against Rangers starter Martin Perez, Manny Machado, a leadoff walk. Xander Bogarts then singled. Jake Cronenworth singled. The bases were loaded with nobody out for Luis Campusano. Bases loaded, nobody out, 0-2. Here's the pitch, Camposano swings, muscles it into shallow right. Garcia charging in, not going to get there. Has to play it on a hop. Machado will come in and score. It's an RBI single and a 1-0 Padre lead. Get in where you fit in. Gary Sanchez then walked to bring in another run. It was 2-0 with one out. The bases were still loaded for Ha-Sung Kim. 1-1 pitch, lined over Simeon and into center field for a base hit. Cronenworth has scored. Camposano's on his way. Tavares' throw cut off. The throw to third is in time. So Sanchez out trying to get first to third, but two more runs come in to score, and Kim has made it 4-0 here in the second. 
Another two hits in this game for Ha Sung Kim. Two RBIs all in all. A four-run second inning. Padres led four to nothing after two. Then you Darvish would really settle in. A perfect third, a perfect fourth inning, a perfect fifth. He retired 12 in a row at one point and worked around a two-out single in the sixth inning. Darvish went six scoreless innings. Very impressive considering the way it started working out of those big jams in the first and the second. Perez would go five and two-thirds innings and allow just the four runs in the second. And Padres did have some more opportunities. Two on to start the third. Leadoff man on in the fourth inning. Bases loaded in the sixth inning. But San Diego still led four to nothing after six. Then the Padres bullpen did the rest. Not much to tell you about. Steven Wilson, a score of the seventh inning. He stranded two on base. Robert Suarez, a one, two, three, eighth inning. And then Josh Hader struck out the first batter he faced in the ninth. Got a line out the center. It was left up to Mitch Garver, Hader against Garver, with the Padres leading 4 nothing. Josh Hader trying to close the door for Yu Darvish in search of his eighth win. The one-two pitch, Garver swings and misses it, a slider in the dirt. That is strike three, and that is the ball game. Padres shut out the Rangers here tonight, 4 to nothing, and tomorrow afternoon they will go for the sweep at Petco Park. And really, aside from the four-run second, Yu Darvish going six scoreless innings, the bullpen combining for three shutout innings, and the Padres, aside from that four-run second, not doing anything else. That was all there was to tell you about in this one here tonight as the Padres win it 4 nothing. Well-pitched game, like we said, the 10th shutout win of the Padres season. Final totals for San Diego, four runs, eight hits, no errors, and for the Rangers, no runs, four hits, and two errors. Let's go down towards the clubhouse here at Petco Park and hear some post-game reaction. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Bob, you Darvish came off a rough outing the first inning. Things looked like they might be a little bit yeah. shaky, but what was he able to do to get himself back on track? You know, that's one of the things with, with you is that it doesn't have to look great at the beginning because he tends to most of the time figure it out. Last time he didn't, which is rare. But, you know, after a tough outing and you throw some pitches in the first inning and, and then all of a sudden you recover and have as good a stuff as you've probably seen all year. He probably threw more fastballs than we've seen him throw. Um, but that's just kind of reading hitters, which he's able to do. He's got so many pitches, kind of streamlines and sees what's working on a night. But after the first, he was... He was you Darvish. So the fastball usage was more just reading what they were probably showing. Up. I bl- I didn't talk to him about it during the game, but it seemed like it. I mean, you got it, and with the called strike threes, you you know you're seeing some guys probably sitting on some spin and and getting some fastballs. That second inning, Perez. It seems like he likes to pitch in, get guys to commit, and then yeah. start to expand. It was just a good job of not falling into that trap. In that second. Yeah, he does. That's what he does. You know, and, and when he does pitch in, you know, some of them are straight, some of them come back toward the inside corner. He's tough to when he's locating in there, and then he's got, always got his change up away. So that's kind of the mix for the righties. Throws just enough cutters to keep you honest, and it's what he does. But we we had a good approach, made him throw the ball over the plate, and made him work a little bit early on. We've talked a lot lately about Hassan Kim getting up to the fastball, but it was a great at-bat getting to a changeup in that situation. Do you mind talking about that at-bat and also just what he's meant at the top of the lineup? You know what? He's just good. You know, and he and he's, whether it's righties now, whether it's lefties, doesn't really matter. He's getting good bats against everybody. It, with runners on, when he's leading off, you name it. I mean, since he's been in a leadoff spot, he's, he's been as good as any leadoff hitter, in my opinion, in the game. So, um he just keeps getting better and better 
in his time here and it now is kind of locked down that spot. Oh, for all the talk about frustrations and the, the Pittsburgh series, mm-hmm. two games like the last two nights, what does that still say about what this team still is? We, you know, as, as hard as some of these games have been, some of the series has been, we've always responded. Now, we haven't responded, you know, with a huge winning streak, but we've always kind of, you know, put those in the rearview mirror and come out and with, with kind of odds against us or some momentum against us and been able to put together some good games. Tomorrow, we need to have another one. Why is that? Why have you been able to kind of flush those? It kind of seems like it might be. Yeah, I don't think these guys really buy in too much to, you know, momentum one way or the other. I think they individualize the day and go out there and have an expectation. Um, so that portion of it, I think I can answer. The other one about a win streak and so forth, I'm having a tougher time with. Have, are we starting to see kind of the effect of Tatis's arm and the reputation there in terms of what guys, what other teams are doing? Yeah, that's a that's a fast runner too. So now all of a sudden it's it's not a run in, and you's got a chance to get out of the inning with with you know no runs across, and he did. So yes, everybody knows now with Tatis out in right field, it's going to be tough to run on, especially when you're behind. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin after this four nothing win against the Texas Rangers. Good question there uh, towards the end by. Uh, by uh, AJ Casvel uh, asking about Tatis's arm. We'll dive deeper into that, dive deeper into you Darvish's outing. When we come back, Padres win it 4 nothing on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here on the Padres Radio Network, final score, Padres 4 and the Rangers nothing as the Padres shut out Texas for a second straight win to open up this three-game series. Padres will now go for a sweep of this three-game set. Tomorrow afternoon here at Petco Park, Sam Levitt with you inside the Western Metal Building here at Petco Park. A beautiful evening here in downtown San Diego. Another sold-out crowd, 42,000-plus in the building, 44th sellout of the season here in downtown San Diego wonderful time uh, here at Petco Park tonight. The four-run second well-pitched game both by the starting rotation in U Darvish and by the bullpen as the Padres win it for zip. Let's tell you about our East Pitcher of the Game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Here's the 2-2 to Young. That's on the outside part of the plate. Strike three called and the end of the inning. Nine strikeouts for Darvish in six shutout frames. You Darvish, six shutout innings, nine strikeouts, three hits allowed. He walked to 92 pitches for you Darvish. He was wonderful in this game. And for you Darvish, we'll dive into his outing here in a second. But uh, th- there were a couple of things that really stood out about you. And when you put it in the context of the outing he was coming off of, 
the rough one against Pittsburgh on Monday where he gave it up, it gave up eight hits, seven earned runs, four home runs in that game. I mean, this was really a very important outing for you, Darvish, both for the Padres and for you himself, trying to bounce back, get back on track. And there were two elements of this outing that were really interesting and really impressive. The way it started, you Darvish walks Marcus Simeon, walks Travis Jankowski, just like that, two on and nobody out, but then gets a pop out from Nathaniel Lowe. Adolis Garcia strikes out, Josh Young strikes out, inning over, two stranded. In the second, leadoff double by Leody Tavares, he comes back to strike out two. The single by Smith, great throw from Fernando Tatis Jr. in right field to keep Tavares at third. Smith goes to second, so runners at second and third, and two men away, strikes out a tough hitter in Marcus Simeon to end that inning. So, two stranded in the first inning, two stranded in the second inning, and then you Darvish really settles into a big-time groove. He retired 12 in a row from the end of the second through the second out of the sixth inning, ends up working around a one-out single in the sixth inning, and you look up, 92 pitches, six scoreless innings for you, Darvish. So it was really impressive and really in a lot of ways like classic you, Darvish. little trouble early with his command, but clearly found it in that third inning when it went one two three and then he got on a roll we've seen this a ton of times from you darvish uh, over the last couple of years where he may struggle a little bit early on maybe give up a run or two limit some damage and then settle into a real rhythm it was great to see from you darvish so really an interesting outing for you but all in all six scoreless innings and another quality start for padres starting pitching the 50 First of the season by the Padres starting staff, the most of any National League team, the third most in the majors. In fact, here tonight, let me correct that. The Padres after tonight have the second most quality starts in the major leagues. They're tied for second now with the Mariners, who also have 51. The Twins have 53. So when this thing is all said and done with the way they're going right now, we may see the Padres have the most quality starts in baseball this season, which would really be remarkable. And you certainly hope the Padres uh, can have a, a better record than what they do now if they end up doing something like that, 51-54. and 54. But certainly Musgrove going six scoreless innings yesterday, Darvish going six scoreless innings here tonight, a big part of these two wins against the Rangers. The other part of this game that was really, really interesting uh, and impressive for uh, you, Darvish, was the way he used his pitches. And... Most specifically, the way he used his sinker. Out of the 92 pitches he threw, 43 were sinkers for you, Darvish. Keep in mind, you came into this game a sinker usage of just a little over 16%. So he relied on that pitch a lot more than usual. 43%, or I should say 47% sinkers, 20% slider. 14% four-seam fastball, and then mixed in the knuckle curve and the curveball and the sweeper and the splitter and the cutter. But the way he relied on that sinker, really effective and, and really pitched in a different way here tonight than what we usually see from you, Darvish. So uh, we'll, uh, I'll be interested to hear from you after the game. Uh, read what he has to say but he, uh, because he certainly relied on that sinker 
uh, much more often than what we're used to seeing. But whatever he did, however he found that rhythm in this game, it worked. And he ends up going six scoreless innings. I thought very impressive tonight what you Darvish did, battling through early trouble. And also, let's be honest, what the Padres have done to this Rangers offense that is missing some pieces right now. No Jonah Heim, no Corey Seager in the lineup, but still a lot of good names there. And you don't have the number one offense in all of baseball by average and by run scored and second in OPS and slug, all the things the Rangers have done this year. You don't do that by just having two hitters. This this is a very deep lineup and combined in the first two games of this series, they have one run on 10 hits. That's how good uh, the Padres pitching has been, both the starting staff in Musgrove and Darvish in the bullpen so far here in the first two games of this series. We'll step aside, come back with more. We will take some of your phone calls when we come back, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call is always, again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. If you want to get involved on social media, you can do that as well. Tweet at me at SammyLev, S-A-M-M-Y, L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as well. Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know what you thought about this game, uh, what you thought about this series so far, and certainly if you want to talk a little trade deadline as well, what the Padres should do. Do these two games make you change your mind? Uh, If the Padres were to get a sweep tomorrow, would that change your mind, sway you one way or another? Let me know. Interesting times right now in Padre land. They win it 4 nothing over the Rangers. They'll go for a three-game sweep tomorrow. Post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres radio network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. one and that's muscled on a line out into shallow right center. Long run, Grisham, and he gets there to dive forward, make the catch. Gonna hang a star for the Gold Glove center fielder. Closed ground incredibly quickly, out number one here in the top of the fourth inning. That's when Trent does his best work right there. Trent Grisham, an outstanding catch in the fourth inning. A big part of this 4-0 win for the for the Padres over the Texas Rangers as they have won the opening two games of this three-game series here at Petco Park. Padres improved to 51 and 54. Rangers dropped to 60 and 45 on this season as we continue to recap this one here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside the loft here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park. And uh uh, taking uh, a look at how this game went down. You Darvish, uh, six scoreless innings. Uh, Martin Perez, five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs given up, uh, nine hits allowed. And uh, we uh, continue to uh, break it down here on the Padres Radio Network. Uh, and we'll take your phone calls as well coming up here, 833-288-0973. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved with our post-game coverage, let me know. Uh, what you thought about this game, what you've thought about the first two games of this three-game series, what you're thinking about the trade deadline right now for the Padres. Uh, do you want them to buy? Do you want them to sell? Do you want them to do 
a little bit of both. Uh, have the last two games swayed what you thought before the weekend? If they were to get a sweep tomorrow, would that sway uh, what you think the Padres should do? Let me know. Again, the phone number, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit San DiegoFoodBank.org. Two outs, nobody on top of the eighth. Padres four, Rangers nothing. And the pitch to Garcia hit in the air to deep right center. Fernando tracking it. He's got room, and he makes the catch about 10 feet in front of the warning track. And a 1-2-3-8th inning for Robert Suarez. Robert Suarez, our relief pitcher of the game. 1-2-3-8th inning. Why not? Very clean. 16 pitches. Suarez, 3-up, three 3-down. Three Josh Hader, 3-up, three 3-down three in the ninth inning. Stephen Wilson, a scoreless 8th inning, or I should say, excuse me, scoreless 7th inning. Stranded 2. And the Padres' bullpen, very good here tonight. Certainly could have been Hader as well. But we'll give it to Robert Suarez, the 1 2 3 eighth inning, working with a 4 to nothing lead. So Suarez, our relief pitcher of the game, will have our play of the game, player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, much more to come. But I do want to hear from you here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. Again, if you want to tweet at me, Instagram, DM me, Sammy Lev on those two platforms, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. On the phones, 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved. We're talking Padres win here tonight. Padres win yesterday. Tomorrow's game, trade deadline, whatever you want to talk about. We will talk about it with you. But first, let's pause for station ID on the Padres radio network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. Hey, it's Fernando Santos Jr. You're listening to Padres Baseball on Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here at the Western Metal Building at Petco Park as the Padres win it 4-0 over the Rangers. Let's go to the phones for the first time tonight. We lead things off with Brian in Encinitas calling in. Brian, you're on the Padres postgame show with Sam Levitt. How are you? Hey, family, have a great show. Great game yesterday. Great game tonight. My question to you is, I was there on Tuesday night. Did our friend Woodsy catch a foul ball in his hat? Yes or no? I I have no idea. Uh, I didn't see it. If he did, I didn't see anything on social media. So if, if Woods is listening right now, maybe he can tell us via social media. I did not see or hear about it if he did. What makes you believe that? Well, so I was in section 102. I saw you you in the section, the the fan section, awesome. Saw Tony, saw um, uh, Agler. I swear mm-hmm. there was a ball went up and Woodsy caught it in his hat. I'm dead okay, serious. Okay, so, okay, so Brian, here, here's the thing. I know, now I know what you're talking about because I saw it the other night too. I, I saw the guy catch the ball in his hat. I'm about, a, well, I'm about 99.8% sure that was not Stephen Woods. It was okay. All right. No, well, from no, but I do know what you're talking about. I, I I saw the catch. It was very impressive. I I'm gonna leave like a little tiny sliver of doubt, but <laughs> I'm 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 pretty sure, pretty pretty sure that was not Woods. But great game. I mean, last night tonight, great game. Amazing, amazing. Let's go tomorrow and keep this thing rolling. 
Yeah, you hope so, Brian. Uh, you certainly have a chance to do it tomorrow. Blake Snell on the mound, and Brian, appreciate the call. You have to like what Blake has done, love what Blake has done as of late. It'll be left-hander Cody Bradford starting for the Rangers tomorrow. I'll have to look up uh, his numbers here during the break, kind of see what's in store for tomorrow. There was a thought that maybe Nathan Evaldi uh, would get the start uh, tomorrow for the Rangers, but that is not happening. Bruce Bochy, uh, Rangers manager, saying earlier today that Evaldi uh, wouldn't start tomorrow uh, pushed back another start through a bullpen in houston i uh, experienced some mild soreness behind his right elbow the mri was clean uh but it won't be evaldi tomorrow who's had a great year so look from a pitching standpoint certainly advantage padres tomorrow uh, a sweep would be awesome um look it's a very very interesting time right now there's no way around it very very interesting time with the trade deadline on Tuesday with where this team is. We'll update you on where they are in the wild card standings uh, here in a couple of minutes. It's very, very interesting. And we talked about it at length last night. There are a number of different perspectives to have on it. Should they buy? Should they sell? Should they do a mix of both? Should they stand pat? Watching what the Mets have done the last couple of days. Very interesting. Max Scherzer on his way to Texas now. David Robertson going to Miami. That was huge news earlier today, the Scherzer trade. So, uh, look, they're within striking distance. Uh, I'll spoil it for you. Padres picked up uh, a half game in the wild card race today. So they are five and a half out here on July 29th with the trade deadline looming on Tuesday. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do in the next uh, – uh, 48 to uh, 72 hours really will be let's go to kathy calling in from la hi kathy hey sammy hopefully i'll be able to see you next week when my when i come down to the game with my uncle to see them hopefully beat the dodgers <clears throat> yeah sounds good kathy come say hi if you're here all right um all these people that are giving up and wanting us to get rid of snell and hater and maybe soto I'm not going to give up on this team until we are mathematically eliminated, until it gets to the point where we're completely out of the playoff scene. I'm not giving up. I don't want to get rid of Snell. I don't want to get rid of Hader or Soto. I think we should be buyers because we definitely need to help in other areas, um, especially, you know, DH. Even though with um, the way Sanchez and Capisano are doing with DH, that's mm-hmm. looking really good right now. But I, I cannot give up on this team right now. Well, Kathy, I appreciate the call, and I, I totally understand it. Look, we had uh, callers last night who were on the on the side of selling, on the side of seeing what you could get for Snell and for, for Hater, and um, I totally understand, Kathy, the other side of it. I talked about it a lot last night. I, I think there are, are two very fair and acceptable ways to look at this. I totally understand, even after the Padres picked up another half game here today to get within five and a half of a wild card spot, I totally under, uh, understand if you're a fan out there saying, you know what, this team had 100-plus games to play better, to really get in this thing, and now we're hoping for a big-time run, and you know what, let's let's get some value for guys that would have a lot of value. And the Padres right now have the best starting pitcher on the market in Snell, relief pitcher on the market in Hader. Go get some value for him, retool a little bit. You know, get ready for 24, maybe still hope you make a run here in 23. I, I, I get that. But, Kathy, I totally understand what you're saying, too. 
okay? The underlying numbers have been there for a while. When you talk about run differential, when you talk about the quality of the starting pitching the Padres have had all year, the recipe is there for a really big run, and we've all been waiting for it for 100-plus games, and it hasn't happened. They have not clicked on all cylinders all year. We all know that. It's been an underwhelming year, very much so so far. But I do totally understand if you're a fan, whether the last two days or if they can sweep tomorrow, if that has influence on you or not, I totally understand the fans out there that are saying, you know what, we've got a lot of talent here, this is not insurmountable, we've got a ways to go, and we're within striking distance, let's go for it. And at the very least, not sell anything and keep this group together. Totally get it. I do. Um, I think every baseball season is precious. I think when you have the amount of talent this team has and the money invested in it and the expectations and the fact that the place is sold out every night, I think all that stuff really does matter. Um, Again, I talked about it last night. It's a little bit of head versus heart. But I get if you're thinking with your heart a little bit and saying, I don't want to give up on these final two months when we can do this thing. I get it. I totally do. And right now, even with winning the last two games, I think those are both very fair ways of looking at where they are right now with the trade deadline looming. And I'm not just saying that to play both sides and not have an opinion on it. I'm I'm really not. I, I really think there are two very reasonable ways to look at where they are right now. And if you're a fan that wants to sell and get some value back for pieces like Snell and Hader and you're yelling at the radio right now saying, Sam, it's a pipe dream. They've got to go on this big run. They haven't shown they can do it. I get it. You're right. You're right. You're fair to say that because they haven't. But I get if you're thinking with your heart saying, hey, five and a half out with this team, this talent, this pitching, July 29th, I don't want to do anything that would take us out of this. I get it. I do. I think both are fair right now. I really, really do. So we'll see what they elect to do uh, in the coming days. Let's go to Don in Rancho Bernardo. Don, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, Sammy. How you doing tonight? Doing well. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, uh, tonight we have a uh, new seats. We were sitting in the right field uh, section with, with Tatis's, you know, band of uh, brothers out there. That was a lot of fun to be out there in that mm-hmm. part of the ballpark. Um, you know, in terms of buying or selling last night, as you know, I came on here and I said we need to sell, 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 and I gave the statistics from one website that, that were at 6%. They actually did go up after uh, last night's game to 8%. And I understand fan graphs are somewhere in the 30, low 30% uh, as of today right now, I mm-hmm. think. Um, here's my take on it, where I think we should do. I think that until this, this team's in prove-it mode for me, They've got to prove that they can win. If they can, can't even win four in a row, they don't deserve it, you know. Um, and that, if they do win four in a row, that'll be like, hey, this team's ready to make maybe a breakthrough. Uh, but if they can't sweep the, the – uh, now, right, granted, it won't be easy to sweep the Rangers. They're a tough team on offense in particular. But I think they're going to have a bullpen game tomorrow, so it should be mm-hmm. – you know, we should put up some runs against them. And then if they can't go into uh, – to Colorado there and beat one of the worst teams in baseball, then, you know, then they just don't deserve it. And, and this team, what, the one thing I wanted to say tonight was a Tiger doesn't change its stripes overnight. And we've seen this team for a long time now, all season, two-thirds of the way in. It's not changing its stripes. And uh, there's also another one other concept I wanted to touch on, and that's called 
the uh, sunken cost in economics. I'm sure you're doing a lot of mm-hmm. cars are familiar with it. You aren't. Uh, if you do a million dollars on an investment, uh, doesn't mean that you should, if it's going poorly, that you should pour in another, you know, half a million dollars to try to make it turn around and go well. It's just called a sunken cost. It's lost forever. You ought to just look at starting from square one. Where are we right now? And, uh, and the statistics and the odds say right now, um, in the best case scenario, we're in the low 30s to make the playoffs. If we get up, if we get up close to 50%, Sammy, by Monday afternoon or Monday night, hey, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to change my my stripes. <laughs> well, let me. Hey, Don. Hey, Don. Don. I I, I yeah. look. You're well thought out again here tonight. I told you yesterday. Very well thought out. And and look, I, I don't. I, like I've been saying, I do not disagree with anybody like you that calls up and says, you know, this team is in show me mode and they've got to prove it. And, you know, they've had a hundred plus games to prove it. And the smart thing is to sell off some of these pieces. I, I cannot disagree with that um, here tonight. I can't just like last night. And you're, you're very well thought out, thought out on, but let me, let me yeah, pose sure. you one scenario. I want to, I want to hear this. So if they win tomorrow, and let's say they win Monday, that would be their first four-game win streak of the year. Monday night, they've won four in a row. Let's say they've picked up a little bit of ground. It can only be a little bit. Where are you at Tuesday morning? I'm going to say I'm going to be on the buy side. I'm going to agree. Well, I I mean, I would be be okay with buying. I'd be okay with it, Sammy. Okay. All right, Don. Yep. It's not easy. It's uh, it's not easy, certainly. It's not an easy, easy decision. I know. All right, Don. Appreciate the call. Thanks so much. That's uh, Don calling in from Rancho Bernardo. Let's stay on the phones. This is a good conversation. This is a very, very interesting weekend and interesting time. They're five and a half games out of a wild card spot. They've won two in a row against the first place team. By the way, Cody Bradford on the mound for the Rangers tomorrow. Two and one, four six two ERA. 11 appearances on the year. He has made five starts, 37 innings total. i got to dive more into his numbers uh, here in a second. So give me a moment on that. While, while, while I'm doing that, let's go to the phones again. Let's go to Ava, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Ava. Going. Ava, are you there? You know what? I'm not... Yes, I'm here. Okay, Ava, I'm what's up? I'm not giving up on the Padres. I'm not giving up on them. That's my team. I mean, come on. Just like um, Kathy said, I'm, 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 I'm there with them until the end. That's my team. And uh, as far as being uh, selling players, you can't do that. It's like a relationship. You, that you can't just, like, let, let them go. It doesn't mess up the, the chemistry. We have to ride or die with the players that we have right now. We have to make it work. That's how oh, I Ava, yeah, Ava, look, I, I appreciate your optimism and your commitment, and thank you for the call. You know, look, again, I think that's the, the thinking with the heart kind of thing. Um, you know, put it this way. Let's say they were to win Sunday and Monday. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but could you really imagine them waking up Tuesday and trading players away, trading a snail, trading a hater? I, I quite frankly, I don't really see it if they pick up more ground by Sunday and Monday. I'd be shocked. I would. Now, depending on how the next two days go, I don't know. And, and look, this is uh, an interesting and maybe not super smart way to be when you have 100-plus games underneath your belt already and... You're really going game by game here about major decisions on whether to buy or sell and all of it. I mean, there's a case to be made that (laughs) you shouldn't react to the games right now individually, but 
that's what the trade deadline does to you because you are looking at the standings and you are looking at how you're playing and everybody's been waiting for this team to get hot in a real way and rattle off a real run hasn't happened we've all sort of thought it was possible but could you really imagine if they won tomorrow let's say they won monday they had their four, four, first four game win streak of the season entering tuesday a hard time seeing that they sell at that point i do not impossible i don't i don't know what they're gonna do but it would surprise me let's go to johnny who's calling in from east lake hi johnny you're on the padres radio network how are you hey sam how you doing hey i got a i got a baseball point here but i just want to make a quick comment on that guy don who keeps calling in it's fans like that who are just going off percentages that they read on the computer. And then with the Padres win or they make some magical run like they did last year, they're part of that men's scene quartet on TV embarrassing themselves. So let that guy think whatever he wants. I just want to make this point. Look back at the year that the Braves won the World Series and look at where they were at this exact point in the season. I believe they were either three or four games under five hundred. And they were without their superstar, Acuna. Well, yeah, you know, look, the Braves got off to a to a rough start that season. I don't have the numbers pulled up here in front of me to tell you where they were, you know, in late July. And, and Johnny, appreciate the call. But, look, there are countless examples, whether it be the Cardinals of years ago that won just over 80 games and won the World Series. 2019 with the Nationals got off to a bad start. The Braves were a a middling team for a while in 2021 before they got hot and went on to win the World Series. There are countless examples of, and even the Phillies last year, you know, and the Padres in a way, I mean, get into the dance and you see what happens. Um, there, There are a number of different examples of teams that did not play well for a majority of the regular season or at least played well below expectations and went on the run is this Padres team going to do that I don't know to this point 105 games in even with the last two wins against this very good Rangers team that's not what we're looking for as far as the big run they still have not proved that they won't prove that until they do it which you know unfortunately as of a few days ago, I mean, they, they, they sort of missed that opportunity to go on the quote-unquote run before the trade deadline. Um, but look, I, I, is it is it possible they can go on that run? Absolutely. I've said it for weeks. I've said it for months at this point. You know, I, I always felt like the run would come. Will it actually come? I don't know. I can't tell you that. But did I have a belief as of about a week ago? With the starting pitching, with the teams in front of them not playing well, they're very young, coming back down to earth a little bit. And the idea that this team with this pitching, this talent, at some point in 162 has to get hot at some point, I I sort of believe that still. But that doesn't mean necessarily that you have to buy and or stand pat at the trade deadline. You could go the other way, too, or you could try to sell a little bit, add some pieces in areas you need, do both at the same time. We'll see. But certainly the run is very possible, Johnny. It certainly is. I, I don't think whether they buy, sell, whatever, I think I think you have to see that there's a run possible. Can they do it? We've seen this story before. We've seen them win you know, a couple of games against a really good team. We've seen the offense wake up 
for stretches. I mean, we've seen this, in fairness. But now they've, they've got to put it together for an extended stretch. We have not seen that, but do I think it's possible? I absolutely think it's possible. I've been saying that for, for months at this point. Let's go to Sean, who's calling in from San Diego. Hi, Sean. All right, I think we may have lost Sean. All right, good uh, point for us to tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Bases loaded, nobody out, 0-2. Here's the pitch, Camposano swings, muscles it into shallow right. Garcia charging in, not going to get there. Has to play it on a hop. Machado will come in and score. It's an RBI single and a 1-0 Padre lead. Get in where you fit in. Luis Camposano, our player of the game. Two hits in this game, had the RBI single in the second run scored. Got the scoring started with that RBI base hit. And caught you, Darvish, and Stephen Wilson, and Robert Suarez, and Josh Hader. A four-hit shutout for the Padres over the Rangers here tonight. So both on the catching end, offensively for Luis Camposano, a nice night. He is our player of the game. Really nice job by Luis Camposano catching you, Darvish, for the second time. And uh, went a lot better this time around with Darvish going six scoreless innings. And you know what? You look at Luis Camposano. Batting 296 in 54 at-bats. Now, of course, some of these in April, some of these since he's come back from the IL. But 296 in 54 at-bats, a couple of home runs, eight RBIs, three doubles. He's done a really nice job both behind the plate and offensively at the plate. I just want to see here, since he's come back from the IL, he's batting 333. He's got 11 hits in 33 at-bats, a home run and six RBIs. So Luis is doing a really nice job right now. And I said it a handful of days ago. I wondered aloud after uh, after the uh, the first game where uh, Camposano and Sanchez both were in the lineup at the same time. And by the way, the Padres recalling Brett Sullivan to the Major League roster earlier today to give them a third catcher as they continue to ride with this Camposano and Sanchez catching and DH split. One does one, one does the other every day right now i mean i said it at the time i thought the padres had to ride with this combination of having those two guys camposano and sanchez in the lineup most days if not every day because you need the bats and and i think the way luis is hitting right now what he's contributed offensively i mean and his potential just to hit the ball out of the ballpark and for him personally i mean i just would love to see what camposano can do Playing almost every day, getting regular at-bats is something he's never done in the major leagues before. I should say never been given the opportunity to do in the major leagues before. I'm very, you know, optimistic for Luis and what he can bring to this team and this organization moving forward. So good for Luis Camposano, player of the game, did it behind the plate, offensively at the dish here tonight as well all right we'll step aside here on the Padres radio network we will take more of your phone calls coming up 833-288-0973 the phone number to call I've got some tweets to get to here Instagram DMs open as well hit me up on both those platforms Sammy Lev S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V we have more highlights to get to from this one we'll also take a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard and wrap it up as we get ready for this series finale tomorrow here in downtown San Diego Padres win it for nothing over the Rangers Post game show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. 
Garcia swings and misses strike three. Number six for you, Darvish in three shutout innings. You Darvish, six shutout innings here tonight total. That third inning struck out Adolis Garcia. His first one, two, three frame of the outing would go on to retire 12 in a row from the end of the second until there were two men away in the sixth inning. Battled out of big time jams in the first and the second. Runners on first and second and nobody out in the first inning. Runners on second and third. Two men away in the second. Did not allow a run. Then really settled in a scoreless outing. Six innings total. 92 pitches for you, Darvish, who picks up his eighth win of the season. Very very nice stuff from you darvish we told you about our player of the game luis camposano the rbi single in the second inning got the scoring started gary sanchez walked with the bases loaded to make it two nothing a two-run single for Hassan kim later in the inning with the bases loaded that made it four nothing padres go on to win by that final score martin perez five and two-thirds innings four earned runs given up takes the loss for texas and the four-run second all the scoring in this game padres go on to win it by that final we uh, will take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a little bit also have our play of the game i'll spoil it for you well eh, i won't spoil it for you we are going to play another highlight for you and we will continue to take your phone calls here 833-288-0973 the phone number to call 833-288-0973 again we're talking about tonight's game we're talking about this series against the rangers tomorrow blake snell on the mound Cody Bradford on the mound for Texas. We'll take a deeper look into him in just a second. And also, we're talking trade deadline. What should the Padres do? We are coming up as of tomorrow afternoon on 48 hours from the trade deadline Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Have the last two games swayed you? The Padres will end tonight five and a half games out of a wild card spot. They picked up a little ground here tonight. Buy, sell, do nothing, do both. Let me know. What do you think? Let's go back to the phones. We go to Sean calling in from San Diego. Hi, Sean. Oh, hey, how are you doing? How's it going? Okay, so can you hear me okay? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me okay? Okay, perfect. So I just wanted to say, um, you know, this business of baseball is not emotional in terms of investment, in terms of what we've been talking about the last few phone calls regarding Hader and Snell being traded away. Uh-uh. It ain't, it's, it's not going to happen. It should not even be considered. Um, I think that for whatever reason, I don't know, it's kind of like a few years ago when we were ripping it in the first half of the season and then we just tanked. I think it was 2021. Um, and so I don't know, but the last two games, what I saw was absolutely beautiful and it was against the first place team. I can't explain the losses against Pittsburgh and all that stuff. I'm not sure. But what I do know is this, is that we need to even bump it up a notch. We need to get Cody Bellinger. How about that? All right. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> Sean, appreciate the call. Well, I appreciate your positivity. Here's the problem with getting Cody Bellinger is that the Cubs I think they won tonight. We're going to take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard in a second. They were winning earlier. Let's see if they hang if they hung on here tonight. Yeah, they did. 5-1. to one. So the problem is, Sean, the Cubs have won eight in a row. I don't think they're selling anymore. Or if they do, uh, you know what? If I'm a Cubs fan, so the Cubs at the end of tonight, they've won eight in a row. They're three games out of a wild-card spot. They're playing great. i got to tell you, if I'm a Cubs fan, and they trade Cody Bellinger and or they trade Marcus Stroman, they sell, I would be livid if I'm a Cubs fan. I would. I would. Big market team, 
You're three games out in late July. It's nothing. You're playing great. You're getting hot. I don't see it. I mean, they may. Who knows? But I would find it very hard to believe that they would move Bellinger now or really any big piece right now. And if I, if I were a Cubs fan and they sell at the deadline now, I would be livid. I would be. Have some fun. Your team's won eight in a row. They're making a run. Kind of run the Padres need to go on. Sean, appreciate the positivity. And again, I said, I don't think there's a wrong way to look at it. I really don't. And I said this last night. Um, and I'm not just saying that to not choose sides. I'm really not because I'm conflicted as well. I, I feel that that head versus heart thing. The idea that this team could go on that run has played a little bit better has won the last two games. Certainly you'd feel really good if they could win tomorrow and on Monday in Colorado. But I do understand it if you look at it and you say 100-plus games in, they have not gone on that run. They have played far below expectations, and I don't really care what they've done in the last couple of games. I, I understand it. I understand if you have that perspective. I really do. So we'll see. We'll see it. You know, I think the next two games might tell you something. See what happens. Certainly a good opportunity tomorrow for the Padres, and here's why. Cody Bradford on the mound tomorrow for the Rangers. It will not be Nathan Avaldi on the mound. Uh, we talked about it earlier, but uh, he uh, had the MRI uh, after his bullpen session in Houston, feeling some mild soreness behind his right elbow. So he will not pitch tomorrow. He will be pushed back uh, another start for the Rangers. So Avaldi's having a great year. He will not pitch against the Padres tomorrow. So instead, Cody Bradford on the mound for the Rangers tomorrow. Now Bradford went five innings, two earned runs given up out of the bullpen on July 25th. So that was, what was the 25th? Bear with me here. That was Tuesday. So he's not pitched since Tuesday. He did throw 78 pitches. He's thrown as many as 95 this year. That came in a start in early July. He's also had outings of three innings on July 16th, one inning, one inning and a third on the 19th and the 21st. So he's a guy who can give you a handful of innings. I mean, he's not going to throw 100 pitches, but it will be, I would assume, sort of a bullpen day tomorrow for the Rangers. Advantage Padres. They've got Blake Snell going, who's been terrific. So they've got the pitching advantage tomorrow. They've done a great job against this Rangers offense in the first two games of this series. One run on ten hits total for an offense that came in one of, if not the best in baseball this season. They are missing guys in Seager and Heim, but you don't have that good of an offense based on two guys. They've done a really, really good job, Padres pitching has, against this offense, and they've scored enough to win. So that's the situation for tomorrow let's uh, squeeze one more uh one more caller in rick and chula vista calling in hi rick hi just called to say uh that there's no possible chance the Padres will fail because sider believes in his team and sider will believe all the way until they're mathematically eliminated mm-hmm. that's all i got Thank you. Well, look, uh, you know, Rick, uh, Peter Seidler certainly uh, has invested in a, a lot in this team, um, has brought players with a ton of talent, and they've spent a lot of money. And, um, you know, we heard, uh, you know, based on things he said uh, in the paper, you know, at this point, at least a few weeks ago, that 
there was belief in this team that they would get this thing turned around, and we've heard it from A.J. Preller. Um, we'll see what happens at the trade deadline. We'll see what happens in the final two months here. But, you know, it has seemed over the course of this season like there has always been that belief that they make the run. There's been a belief in this group. Will it happen? We'll see. We'll see. See how it all plays out. But there certainly has seemed to be to, to have been that belief uh, really throughout the year. So uh, we'll see how they play it. It's going to be very interesting tomorrow, very interesting uh, on Monday. And then we see, come Tuesday at 3 p.m., what they do. And by the way, you may get indication on a move they make tomorrow or monday you know if they go out and they start picking up some guys well that may be your indication that guys like snell and hater aren't going anywhere will be interesting no doubt about it all right let's take a look at the out of town scoreboard let's go around major league baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country this is the out of town scoreboard presented by jensen meat where great taste meets integrity locally produced in san diego since 1958 Everything has gone final in the major leagues today. Blue Jays beat the Angels 6-1 in Toronto. Alejandro Kirk, a couple of home runs in that game for Toronto. Tigers beat the Marlins 5-0 in Miami. Akil Badu and Riley Green hit home runs in that game for Detroit. Pirates hung on to beat the Phillies 7-6 in Pittsburgh. It was the White Sox over the Guardians 7-2 in Chicago. Royals beat the Twins 10-7 in Kansas City. Nationals beat the Mets 11-6 in New York. Of course, that was the sub-headline to the main headline today for the Mets, trading Max Scherzer to the Texas Rangers. It's happened a couple of days ago because then maybe we would have seen Max Scherzer here at Petco Park show up to the Rangers I would assume we will not see him before 1 p.m. tomorrow. Nationals beat the Mets 11-6. Giants beat the Red Sox 3-2 in San Francisco. Cubs beat the Cardinals 5-1 in St. Louis. Ian Happ and Jan Gomes hit home runs in that one for Chicago as the Cubs win their eighth in a row. Yankees beat the Orioles 8-3 in Baltimore. Aaron Judge, a home run in that game. Three hits total in his second game back off the IL. Astros beat up on the Rays 17-4. Uh, in Houston. Jeremy Pena, career high, four RBIs in that game for the Astros. Braves beat the Brewers 11-5 in Atlanta. Ronald Acuna, a home run in that game for Atlanta. By the way, speaking of Acuna, his brother, Luis Sanhel, was part of the trade, really the only prospect included in the trade that went back to the Mets in that deal for Scherzer from the Rangers system. So his brother now going from a minor league prospect, big prospect in the Rangers system to the Mets system. That was the return for the Mets. Diamondbacks beat the Mariners 4-3 in Arizona. It was the A's over the Rockies 11-3 in Colorado. And finally, Dodgers beat the Reds 3-2 in L.A. Max Muncy, a couple of home runs in that game at Dodger Stadium. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday in the Major Leagues. So with all those results, where do the Padres stand? Here on July 29th, as we flip the page to Sunday, they are five and a half games out, the three wild-card teams right now, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Cincinnati, in that order, Cincinnati right now, uh, it's tied, I should say, in that order. But Philadelphia and Cincinnati do have the same 
winning percentage. So those are your three teams as of tonight. Arizona, half game out. Miami, half game out. Cubs, three games out. And then the Padres, five and a half out. Mets, seven out behind them. So five and a half out of the wild card spot at the end of tonight. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. 1-1 pitch line over Simeon and into center field for a base hit. Cronenworth has scored. Camposano's on his way. Tavares throw cut off. The throw to third is in time. So Sanchez out trying to get first to third, but two more runs come in to score, and Kim has made it 4-0 here in the second. Our play of the game, the two-run single by Ha-Sung Kim in the second inning gave the Padres a 4-0 lead. Cap that four-run second inning. That was all the Padres needed in this ball game here tonight. They score four in the second. Hugh Darvish, Stephen Wilson, Robert Suarez, Josh Hader combined for a four-hit shutout. Tenth shutout win for the Padres this season. Our play of the game, the Kim two-run single in the second inning. Before we take a look ahead to tomorrow, let's just talk about Hassan Kim for a second because I talked about it pregame, and what don't you, uh, what do you know it? Goes out there as two more hits, two RBIs. Entering today, this is not including tonight, but here is where he was at entering today. 36 games since June 15th. In that span, a 344 batting average, 431 on base percentage, 1019 OPS, nine home runs, 18 RBIs, 30 runs scored, nine stolen bases. And in that span, entering today, think about this. Hassan Kim, the eighth highest batting average, fifth highest on base percentage, 14th highest slugging percentage, seventh highest OPS in the major leagues since mid-June in that span. One more point on him entering today. He entered today tied with Ronald Acuna Jr., who likely will be the NL MVP, tied with him for baseball reference war among position players at 5.2. It's Acuna and Kim on top of the war leaderboard on baseball reference. I mean, think about that for a second. How good this guy has been in 2023, and he's not slowed down. Two more hits tonight, two RBIs, playing great defense. I mean, Hassan Kim has just had a terrific year. I mean, no matter how this year ends, I mean, what what a great year for Hassan Kim. What a great story, and the way he's improved offensively, it, it has been such a pleasure to watch. It really has been. Kim on the year, the average is up to 277. That really only tells you part of the story. The defense is so important. The home runs, driving in runs, it's all of it. Well, what a year for Hassan Kim and another two hits and two RBIs in the game here today. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow, day game on a Sunday. First pitch at 110, Eco Water SoCal. Padres pregame show begins at 12:10. Left-hander Blake Snell on the mound for the Padres. It will be fellow lefty Cody Bradford on the mound for the Rangers. Again, Bradford. We talked about his numbers a little bit earlier. Did throw 78 pitches on Tuesday in Houston. Threw as many as 95 earlier in the month, but did have three pretty short relief appearances, three innings, one inning, one inning and a third in the middle part of July. So probably a guy there in Bradford that can give you a little bit of length, maybe go four or five innings max. 
but it will be somewhat of, I, I think, a bullpen day tomorrow for the Rangers with Bradford uh, getting uh, uh, maybe a bulk of the innings. But he's not been a traditional starting pitcher here this season in the major leagues. So Cody Bradford, left-hander on the mound for the Rangers, and it will be Blake Snell in the midst of a wonderful year, wonderful run. More on him tomorrow on the mound for the Padres. First pitch, one ten. Pre-game start time at twelve ten. Certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here tonight. For the Padres, four runs, eight hits, no errors. They left on six. For the Rangers, no runs, four hits, two errors. They left on seven. Winning pitcher, Hugh Darvish, who improves to eight and seven. He went six shutout innings. Martin Perez drops to eight and four, takes the loss. Time of game, two hours, 35 minutes in the crowd here at Petco Park. The 44th sellout of the year in 51 openings. Fans, you continue to be tremendous. I say it almost every night here at Petco Park from the Western Metal Building as we wrap up our postgame show, but the crowds continue to be tremendous. 42,677, the attendance here at Petco Park tonight. As always, you can listen back to any of our postgame show on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Danucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 4 and the Texas Rangers nothing. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Padres Radio Network.